not a speaker. And uh, can you hear me there? Yes. It's, it's, yeah, so it amplifies my sound, but it fell in the water. And since it fell in the water, it's speaking a different language when it opens up now. Oh, so no. it says some weird language. And then tomorrow it'll be a different language telling me that it's turning on and turning off. So it's really uh -huh. So that's what that sound is. If you heard, if you heard that, that's what that is. Russian uh, or something, I don't know. Uh, this is not starting. Your suns are rising up. Your sons will take their place. Your sons will burn like fire. Your sons will bear your name. Your sons are rising Your sons will take their place Your sons will burn like fire Your sons will bear your name Welcome to Kingdom Talks. I'm excited to be here with some other amazing people. And our topic tonight is on kingdom culture and how do we live this out practically in what's going on uh, in your neck of the woods and around the world. And so uh, Gil is not with us tonight. He's with family and they're having a special celebration tonight. So he's got the night off. So... I am hoping I can press all the right buttons. And here we got some amazing people on with us. We got Karen Britt and Vivian and Maxine and Paula's on. Yeah, that's my so, friend Paula Mangucci. Yeah. Awesome. So great. You better do some talking tonight, too. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> yep. And Martha, glad you're on as well. And I know we'll have other people jump in as, as we go along. But there's a lot going 
around in our world right now. And I think one of the things that's been really on my heart is the polarization that is happening. And how do we not get sucked into it? And um, I just did some teachings for transformations course that we were doing. And we were looking at the fractal of two. And if you've any watched any of Arthur Burke's teaching on fractals, it's, it's amazing just kind of how Father laid a foundation for everything that we do and everything that we are. And the enemy comes along and he likes to twist and turn and, you know, cause confusion and all those kinds of things. And so the fractal of two uh, is represented in a couple things in gender, male and female, um, as well as, wow, I'm blanking right now in the other issue of two. Oh, receiving and giving. And so these are things that the enemy tries to mess up everywhere he can. But it, it at the bottom of it is this polarization, and it really is rooted in the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And so, you know, I was pondering this because it's, it's, uh, there's good and evil out there. It's not that there isn't. It's not like we stick our head in the sand or in the clouds, like I guess I have my head in the clouds today, um, <laughs> to, you know, to kind of ignore that this doesn't exist and we just keep our frequency up. And, you know, there's people who are called to that. Um, but there's also those of us who I believe are called to go, hey, there's stuff going on and it's not okay. And but being able to engage it from the tree of life and not from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And I think that's one of the toughest things as we go along because it's easy to just go, um, oh, but this is the right way or this is, you know, going to do this and, and all that. But the tree of life is about freedom, freedom to choose and honor and love. And so how do we face the situations that we're encountering in our culture today in a way that is not polarizing, but that we can come together because we are one. And what does that look like as we move forward? So I just want to open it up if anyone has any thoughts or comments or questions along these lines. Hey, Carol, good to see you. Thanks for hopping on. <laughs> so anyone? I missed the question. <laughs> well, we're, we're just talking about um, kind of the culture we're living in, the polarization uh, type of things, and not to just ignore what's going on and just whatever, but to approach it from the tree of life where we're, we're looking at oneness, how do we come together instead of the polarization that pulls us apart? Because unfortunately, even the church, the world is polarized every you know, system that the enemy has put into place, the, the underlying principle is division, you know, is, uh, you know, the bankers fund both sides of the war, you know, and profit from it and, you know, instigate war everywhere that they can because they're looking for polarization. You look at the issues of racism that, you know, it, it's craziness because everything that's happening is meant to polarize us and pull us apart. And if we're not careful, we get into that polarization instead of going, okay, from the tree of life, how do we move into this? How do, how, how do we move forward? What does that look like for us as kingdom people? So I just want to open it up if anybody has any thoughts or any questions, anything that you've been pondering this week, kind of along this line, we'd love to hear it. Yes, Adina, one of the things that's made me really angry during this time is the masks. And I heard you say the other day you weren't too fond of them either. <laughs> and I was taking a course last fall, the same course that uh, Michael Van Zatten teaches in Surrey. Yes. Uh, I was taking it with the founder here in Winnipeg. And one of the people I took the course with, she said something really powerful to me when I was really upset about the masks. She told me, Martha, your anger at the masks is part of the agenda. And I thought, yes. wow, that's yes. huge. <laughs> so, so even the fact that all this stuff is making me so angry, that even that's part of the agenda. 
Absolutely. And, you know, how do we walk it out in love? Um, I have my precious daughter is a nurse. And so she's really into following the rules and doing everything, you know, that you're supposed to do. And, you know, it's 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 a little challenging at times. We we went shopping the other day and, you know, she put her mask on right away and kept it on the whole time. And and, uh, you know, I chose to keep it off and only put it on if I absolutely had to. Um, you know, and there's there's been times when, you know, you want to say something, you want to, you know, don't you see? Don't you understand? But honestly, the most important thing is relationship. And and how do we walk that out? Um, you know, it, it's, it's a challenge. But that's, I so appreciate that point, Martha, because it is about um, not getting sucked into that agenda. But uh, how do we speak life? How do we resonate with a frequency of oneness um, instead of that other stuff? Anyone else? Adina? Mm-hmm. Um, Anissa, um, you know, she's a regular here in the chat, and yeah. she has a comment. She said, yes, so true. Dualism is a dangerous and a toxic teaching, doctrine of demons, eat from the tree of life, freedom to choose. What does that look like in a polarized society? That's true. It's so good. <laughs> and and that is the, the challenge and the question um, is how do we walk it out uh, with our family members who maybe, you know, have very different opinions. Um, you know, I had, uh, you know, a couple months ago, I'd had some political discussions with my daughter and, and I really thought that, you know, it was open and good and free. I listened to her perspective. But, uh, you know, she sent me a letter later and was like, I really felt, you know, that pressure. <laughs> and, you know, and I, I had to just, you know, say, please forgive me because I, I didn't intend it. And that's not my heart. But I realized that there could have been a frequency coming from me that made her feel pressure. And maybe even my position as mom, you know, may may have made her feel that way. And so it, it definitely is a challenge. I find um, I've been oscillating from one side to the next. So it depends who I've heard this day or, you know, I, I'm listening to a lot of news in Canada and it's really, really dark. And so at some point I'm like almost on the verge of crying saying what is happening with my country and then almost angry at God, like, God, why are you, what, what is taking you so long? What's the problem? We all know there's a problem. Yeah. And then, then I'll hear somebody else like Kat Kerr and she's talking about, I heard from God and everything's going to be, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's really, really good and positive. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's great. And then the message that comes in of something else happened and I'm, I'm like all over the place. So I've kind of backed off a lot because I do a lot of stuff on messenger. That's kind of what I've been passing yeah. off to people. And I kind of feel obligated to pass things to people. And, and as time went on, like from the start of this March last year, a lot of my friends, I'm in the music field and there's a lot of left, the music field is full of left. Okay. Yeah. So I, I diligently would just, plant little seeds and I think these people I want to do it out of the right attitude so I would just say little things and over time I saw them turning I didn't force anything on people yes but then I got into this whole roller coaster of sending all this stuff out and getting all this stuff and we have to tell people about the the whatever we can't say but about this and we have to I have to let them know and then I got so overwhelmed with information I said okay I, I gotta back <laughs> off now so, <laughs> then I back off. I'm like, yeah, but what about this? We have to tell people. And then <laughs> yesterday, our one of the one of the uh, politicians back in Canada let, is letting everybody know, please, we've got to fight against the government trying to stop us or, or trying to um, censor everything we say on Facebook. I'm like, what? They're doing that? So then I sent that all out to all my friends. <laughs> so it, you, I just find you can go from being really encouraged to really. Uh, freaked out or not depressed, but almost in fear. Yes. And then I feel God calming my heart again. And and, and, and I'm saying, I so hope and believe that these prophets here prophesying are telling the truth, not that they wouldn't be, but they're right. Because if they're not, oh my gosh, we're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> so, but, but honestly, I feel there's so many people praying. There's yeah. no way that God hasn't, this is what I tell myself, there's no way God hasn't gone before us and has a plan. There's no way he did not know this is gonna happen. 
It's not yeah. possible. There's seven billion and we're gonna let what? Two, a thousand or two thousand ruin our entire life because they're psychopaths? Anyways, <laughs> I went on too long, but see, you know, it, it really is one day to the next. I'm like, God, I'm just going, you know, a little crazy, so. Yeah, and I, I understand that journey and it can be challenging. And that's part of that place of daily realigning to the tree of life, um, you know, and finding that balance between letting people know about things and trying to control them. And so, you know, that's part of the balance in there. And then I would say, like, we found so many times, uh, you know, we're distressed about something down here, you know, and then we go check into the father to see what he's doing. And it's like, ah, oh, he's not worried. <laughs> he's not panicked. Um, he's not upset. Okay. So we can trust that he has a plan. And, uh, but I know that in our humanity, it's, it can be hard to stay in that place of rest in him, but not complacency or not passivity. And so it's, it's quite the journey. Mm -hmm. Hey, even without um, the stress of all this um, stuff going on, just getting people to um, talk about what we talk about <laughs> really causes a disturbance. <laughs> <laughs> even before you bring up all this other uh, governmental uh, stuff that's going on. <laughs> I go, okay, well, you know, let me go back. There's the 30, 60, 90, and 10. So yep. I have to get my head zoned in. I've got to reel me back in because I'm getting ready to get triggered. <laughs> yeah. And and in the midst of it, you know, to really monitor what we're listening to. Um, because if we're listening to a lot of stuff, it can be uh, discouraging and can get us down. But uh, how do we stay in that positive frequency place? I can so. comment if that's okay. Sure, yeah. yeah go Paula, ahead. you go, girl. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, because I've learned this, that um, there was times that I was overwhelmed, uh, waiting for things to change. But I felt like I needed to make a decision to um, pull out of that and kind of untether myself and then get closer to the Lord. Yeah. And then through that, being filled with His presence, I have that inner peace and it helps me realize that we're called to go up higher and Absolutely. allow the earth to be below us so that we become the glory and we shift and change the world and the earth that we're living in. And we, we it'll get to a point where we can't help it. Um, the glory is going to just emanate out of this so, so much that yes. it's going to um, shift change things, bring healing, deliverance. And we have to realize there's things that are coming. I mean, there, it is revelation that things are coming. And so as a result of that, um, the Father's just looking for his, his gold. Yes. He's looking for his gems. He's, there, uh, there's a wedding that he wants us to go to. So <laughs> every time it gets really, really hard, I'm like, but there's a wedding. Yes. That he's inviting us to. And so we have the bipolar opposite. So the one word we keep getting on our ascensions is uh, juxtapose, which mm. is two opposites. Yes. Tangent, close together. So we have the dark and we have the light. And they're both going to be very intense. Yes. Yes. I so appreciate that, Paula. And it it's one of those things where you see people who are so, um, you know, looking at just the heavenly realm or completely tuning out and not even aware of anything that's going on. And uh, sometimes ignorance can be bliss, but I also believe that we're here for a reason. Uh, but we always have to come back to that plumb line of, I only want to do what I see my father doing because otherwise I'm getting into, you know, all kinds of messes. And you know, even that place of, you know, Father, do you want me to pass this along or is this just for me? You know, so anyone else? You know, um, for me, I've had to come to the realization that the kingdom is within mm -hmm. and that um, 
I am in Christ and he is in me, and coming from uh, learning what my identity is in Christ, not what the world says I am, yes. and, um, and then approaching the whole issue of what we've been going through for the last year plus, um, not from a place of "quote unquote" self righteousness, which yes. if we are in Christ, we have no self righteousness, yep. you know, <laughs> and uh, and um, really, really hearing what Father's doing and trusting Him that He has a plan. It's not that oh, uh, I, I've got to figure out what I'm going to do to come against this Luciferian agenda. Um, but to but to understand that God already knew from the foundation of the world because He knew the end from the beginning, and uh, if we can get in that space where we we begin to understand who we are, yes. and that we're not uh, we should not be affected by um, all of the noise from the world. Um, but if we will approach it with love, mm -hmm. uh, and then we will shift the frequency, which will then bring things higher into the positive. And it will also, uh, you know, it has a dual effect because it not only changes our atmosphere, but it changes the atmosphere within us as yes. well. So I know for myself, the whole mask issue, at first I was like, well, you know, we really need to... Um, we need to honor the authority that is above us. God yeah. put those people in government. They're there because God planned for them to be there. Now I've gotten to the point where it's, you know what? They have been just consistently lying to us. And I can spin myself up just like anybody else. So this week, especially, I've been really examining, you know, uh, frequencies and energies and vibrations of, you know, what am I generating? What yes. am I generating that is then drawing that into me? So I've had to kind of step back and review the whole mask situation to understand that, you know, I, I, I am sovereign. Yes. I, I have the right to breathe air. Not my right, but God, God's right. God gave me breath, right? Yes. yes. Um, and so, but to approach it from love, if you want to wear a mask, I honor that. But I don't, I don't feel comfortable wearing a mask. Yes. And, and if we will all, you know, we talk about oneness, we need to come together in oneness and say, you know, the mask is hurting us. And... And so we need to just let it go, and uh, and but with love, yes, yeah, you know, with okay, I, I I'm I'm not going to allow your false news, your false, you know, pandemic, um, it, or like somebody that I watch calls it a plandemic, yep. you know, and I'm not going to let that affect my God, you know. My freedom in God, not my freedom because I'm a citizen of the United States or a citizen of Canada or wherever, New Zealand, wherever, but my my citizenship in God. Yes. Um, and so if we approach it with that love, that if somebody does approach me, I can say, well, um, I don't wear the mask for health reasons. Yeah. And that's a truth. It is. So. <laughs> You know, it's learning. I think the the it, the foundation is learning who we are in Christ. What who who does God say we are? Yeah. And and what part of His plan are we here for? And then approaching it in love, not in a defensive mode, but in a you know, this is just life. Yeah. That is so good, Carol. So appreciate that. And uh, it's it's one of the things that I think that you know through all this. Um, a lot of the church has made itself a stink to the world because of ranting and raving instead of operating, you know, in love. And and it can be challenging to find that place, you know, where we're, where it truly is from love, not, I can't believe you're so stupid, <laughs> why would you do that, you know? And um, 
you know, from a place of not trying to control, um, but knowing that Father has, uh, you know, has all of this in, in mind. He has a plan through it. And, you know, what is, what is our steps, you know, day by day? Uh, you know, because I think some people, you know, are just kind of like, um, well, I just going to trust God and I'm just going to sit here until everything blows over. And, you know, being able to go, hey, there's a part that we can play, but we only do what we see the Father doing. And we start here, you know, and deal with the polarization that's here, you know, so that we walk in oneness and wholeness, and then we're able to continue to walk that out. So anyone else? Yeah, I think too, um, it's, it's also understanding that government rules to us complying or submitting. And if we all just, it's, it's trying to find the balance. We just we'll all walk in love, which we are, but there needs to be boots on the ground. And I know all over, you know, you just go on the internet and you can see there are people all over the world who are protesting in different countries. Yeah. And if that wasn't happening, they would just run and just continue doing even further and further and further. Like, so maybe some people are called to that. Some people aren't, yes. but there definitely needs to be people opposing this. And the thing that's been difficult for me is um, when, when I go home, I'd like to maybe some what, get involved in a certain degree, whatever, there's stuff taking place in Toronto. But I've also talked to other people who are in this movement who are, like you said, Adina, they're almost like saying there's nothing, it's all a conspiracy, nothing's really going on, it's all in our head. And I'm like, are all these doctors and all these people coming out, I'm gonna watch this HG, who are against certain things, are they all making this up? And then I'm like, well, this person would know because they, They've entered this realm and did all these things. And if they're saying it's all a conspiracy, maybe it's all been a conspiracy. And then you go through this thing and yeah. then, then I turn around and go, yeah, but who in the right mind? And this is how, this is what I do. Who would be a doctor, spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in education, have a clinic for 10, 20 years, and then step out and ruin your career on a conspiracy? Yeah. I don't see any, I wouldn't. Yes. I mean, if I had spent that much money and we know how much doctors spend on their careers. They have sacrificed a lot to be where they are. And, and they're intelligent people. And would all these doctors come out and say stuff and they're all crazy or it's conspiracy? So this has also been a struggle as well. There's been opposition, the polarization um, in very obvious polarization, like us against them type of thing. And then there's also been people who I think if they've been in these rounds and have done all that stuff, how come they're not seeing it? Or am I one who's wrong? You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> I, you question yourself because you're like, well, they've yes. gone to these places I've never been to in the spirit realm, and yet they're telling me this is all wrong. Yeah, and I, I totally get what you're saying, and and I've gone through that as well. And I think that's where you know, again, the plumb line is always, what does Father have for me? And also understanding that, you know, as gifted as people may be or as experienced in the heavenly realm and all those things, it doesn't mean that there aren't blind spots. And I believe we all have some level of blind spots in its father's mercy that, um, you know, we don't get into worshiping, you know, people and, you know, just what they're doing, but uh, having that plumb line of asking the father. You know, we all have a, we all have a, a purpose, not, we, we've been taught in our old paradigm that I have a destiny. Well, you know what? I don't have a destiny. I have, God has a destiny for me. Yeah. God has purpose for me. So I'm here for a purpose and we have to be very careful not to um, try to insert ourselves in areas where that's not, where we're meant to be yeah. and and that's that's the beauty of the body is that we all have a piece like even if we have the same assignment because we're all unique we're all God's thumbprint and there are no two thumbprints the same so if we if if we will do and i hate to use the word do if we will be <laughs> what god has has created us to be um and 
and not worry about what the person next door or, you know, the, you know, the other 10 people in my ultimate impact group, you know, well, yeah. are they really doing the right thing? Um, really, if we trust God for everybody to step up and, and put, you know, put in their portion uh, as they're led, that we will be really blown away by the the congruity of of the answer yes and um and the world the world wants to stir us up you know the world wants us to be defensive and offensive yes the world wants us to fight according to the rules of engagement that they've made up but you know we are not of the world we are in the world but we are ambassadors for Christ here. Yes. Wherever we live, we have established the kingdom of God in that space. And so, you know, it's like God is in control and I'm not. So I don't have to get all jacked up over it. I mean, I'll, I'm gonna keep my ear to the ground. Now, it do, do I easily do that? No, because I come out of the, I'm going to go down and I'm going to, you know, march on city hall. Yeah. I mean, that's my old life. Yeah. And now I'm learning that, Oh, wait a minute. That's how I used to do this. I'm going to, I'm just not going to go there again. I'm going to be intentional in, in uh, operating in love not my love, but God's love. Yeah. And it's not an easy thing to do, but if we do, if we, if we understand the truth, and we understand that yes, there are some people, Vivian, who have who are assigned boots on the ground. But is that boots on the ground? Is that you know, yelling nasty things at people who don't agree with us, <laughs> yeah. or is no, it? No, they don't do that. They're not. They're, they're fairly peaceful. But I, I'm not saying. But there are people who call themselves Christian, who operate just like, you know, the people that were you know that they're fighting against. Um, so, so we know that's not how God wants us to respond or react. Um, and so it's a trick. Uh, uh, it, it's, it's not an easy thing because we want to be transformed. Yeah. We want to um, operate according to the spirit, not according to the flesh. Um, and uh, understand that we're, you know, that we are a piece of the answer. You know, Definitely. we are the hands and the feet of God here. So um, I, I think that that's, that's where we have to be really careful about how we are, what we're doing in reaction or response mm -hmm. to what's going on and how we um, walk, walk that out. Yeah. And really guarding our heart because it can be easy, you know, in those situations to think that we're operating in love, but there's still some stuff in us that's going, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, really what is the intention of, of what we're doing? So if I was called to go to a protest, am I going there with the frequency of love? Am I covering the event, um, you know, with love and with the spirit and holding everything in my heart? knowing that we're all one or am I getting in there going, yeah, let's, you know, get the right, right in the right place, you know, let's let them hear our voice, you know, and, and just, you know, what, what's going on inside. So. Well, I had a dream this morning and I think it kind of relates to this. Uh-huh. I saw someone that looked like they were working on fuses in a car. Wow. And I was trying to get them to pay attention to let them know that there were hinges that they could make to open up the door. Huh. So it seemed like we were all working on the same project at different stages in the development. So wow. God said, yes. And everything is important where the stages are being developed. Doors are important to enter and exit. Fuses mm. are to keep things inside to run properly. Wow. So we all have our own 
agenda to do that God has for us. So for me to try to get this person to quit putting the fuses in <laughs> so that they could put a hinge on the door is not profitable for them. Yeah. That is so good. Thank you, Maxine. Yeah. Anything else? Any questions or comments online? I'm not seeing any. Okay. <laughs> it's a quiet night out there. But Muriel's trying to stir them up. One thing I've noticed, um, and my husband and I have been talking about, is this whole thing that's going on has revealed a lot of things of uh, from people that I know that I've seen some other sides to them that I didn't really know they were like that, either totally blind or a little bit nasty, right? So I think think, um, in because it's it's shaking everything and then and even in myself, it's like it's shaking some stuff and I'm like, okay, that's I need to deal with that. That's not right. And then I've actually some people that I know, I'm like, wow, I just didn't realize that that's was there. I, I can't explain it, but it's like a whole different thing has come up that I've seen that I didn't ever see before. So that has been an interesting, an interesting thing as well. I like that. Well, and that is um, the whole thing is that in times of crisis, what is really in people's heart becomes manifest. And, you know, another way to look at it is the harvest is when, you know, you can tell the difference between, you know, the, the weed and the tares. And so, you know, it starts with us going, okay, Father, huh, there's some attitudes in there that I didn't know they were there. So, uh, you know, let's walk through some stuff and, and get some of that junk out so that we can see, you know, the situation and the whole, you know, from God's perspective. And I, I think that's what always shifts things, you know, is if we look in the natural, you know, we just go, oh, I can't believe they did that. And I can't believe they said that. And how could they believe that? You know, where's that coming from? You know, but when we when we see from father's level uh, through his eyes, it's like, wow. Um, huh. You're at work doing that. I I didn't see that. OK. You know, it's it's a it's a different perspective and a different view. That's good. Well, I used to come when I would be driving, I would get very irritated with people that would get really, really close to me or cut me off. And I'm like, okay, God, you know, cause you're repenting all, all the time you're driving. <laughs> and I just said, I know, I know now they were in my space. They weren't acting yes. like I wanted them to act. Mm-hmm. And so I just started to say, bless you. Today, I'm not judging you. I'm not the judge, you know. <laughs> that is that is so good. And, and, you know, the more we can have that attitude of, you know, anybody that's come across my path for any reason or any way, you know, Father has purposes, you know, in that. And uh, a couple of years ago, I was in the Bay Area coming home from an event and I got rear-ended. And it was so funny because, you know, it wasn't bad. It was just, you know, a little tap. And I was in a very old car at the time that already was pretty banged up. So, you know, I wasn't too worried about it. You know, the guy was apologizing. And and it was funny because what what was coming out of my mouth is I said, this wasn't an accident. And I thought, well, that looks, that sounds funny. But I said, you know, I believe our paths crossed, you know, for a reason. And I just want to, you know, bless you. And, you know, I can't remember all that I said, but, you know, I kept his, you know, his name and number. And, you know, for weeks after that, you know, we just lift him up before the Lord. And so when we can begin to see, you know, anything that happens, um, you know, there's been times when, um, you know, I'm, I made a wrong turn or I shifted quickly and, you know, somebody got mad at me, you know, and flipped me off or, you know, some gestures. <laughs> and, you know, I always feel so terrible. It's like, oh, I didn't mean to. I'm so sorry, you know, and, and feel bad. But then I was like, no, I'm going to bless that person. I'm going to, you know, send love frequencies to them and and honor them. And so, you know, when when we learn to shift things and see things from a different perspective, it makes all the difference. So anyone else? You know, Michael Basham came on 
my show the other night and um he was talking about the mask and he said and he and he had this prayer shawl in on fringe radio t-shirt and he said you know karen a mask is an upside down prayer shawl (laughs) (laughs) i'm like you need to stop You know his humor. He's been on on your show. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) And, you know, facing some of these things with humor is is a blessing. Um, You know, and I think with what Carol was saying earlier is, you know, you could get Bible verses to back up, you know, any view that you wanted to. You know, you'd mentioned... Uh, submitting to those in authority, blah, 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 you know, and then looking at our sovereignty to choose, you know, our freedom to be able to breathe, you know, without restraint. And I think the hardest thing for me is the impersonalization because you take out this part of the face and, you know, you're missing all expression um, and really people's humanity. And it's harder to recognize people too, you know, like, is that really that person? <laughs> I think it is, but they got a mask on. <laughs> so. Well, I think this, all this time uh, that's gone the past year has allowed for people to also make some real shifts in their life. And and I know, I heard a little while ago, I'm not sure how accurate it was, but they said, uh, and I guess it was a way of looking it up, that Bible scriptures have been Googled more often than any other time in history. Oh, wow. I heard that here, or I heard it somewhere, and I, I don't know if it's true, but I would imagine it is because, you know, if you're going through a hard time and maybe you went to Sunday school as a kid, but you don't have a Bible, you're going to be like, I kind of vaguely remember if I walked through the shadow of death or something, remember <laughs> something, and you're going to Google it. So I think there's some really positive things that are, like you said, Adina, about when you go through a crisis, all types of stuff come, comes up. And uh, and I, I and I really appreciated you saying that's the sign of the harvest because uh, we we can recognize the tear. I went, oh, that's fantastic. Because so often I found I can't always recognize a tear. I'm yes. so been deceived so many times by people and thinking the best of them and then realizing they're not that nice after all. But I like this this tear thing because yeah, I am starting to see things that I, I wasn't able to see before. I mean, for me, that's a, a good thing. And I just find that overall things are shifting and it'll be very interesting to see what happens on the other side of this. Yeah. Things, I don't think it's just people shifting, but governments are shifting and systems are shifting and it's really not comfortable for anybody. I'm just hoping it's over soon. Yes. <laughs> it's a long time. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think part of that, too, again, is seeing the wheat and tares in our heart as well, um, you know, as we're going through this stuff and going, OK, Father, you know, deal with those tears in me so that um, I can walk in the fullness, you know, that you have for me. Um, Carol, would you be willing to share? I, I know we talked earlier today about kind of the season we're in and sure. that might be interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I want to start it off with Sharon. My sister Sharon is in the room, but she's t- yeah. she's keeping the dogs quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and she reminded me of we were reading a book, and we don't we can't remember who it was that said it, but it's so apropos for this. Is your cha- what does your chaos have to do with the condition of my soul? Wow. Um, but yeah, we're into, I'm, I'm like a student of frequency and have been for years and years. And did I understand it? No. Do I understand it? Not really, but I know it's really important. (laughs) And, (laughs) and, um, uh, one thing that, um, I've come to find out is that we were feeling really kind of weird. You know how when you feel like maybe you're getting some pushback, you know, you wake up in the morning, you haven't you know, another pain, you know, in your back or your knee or your shoulder. You just don't really feel like even getting out of bed, but you know, you got to get up and go. Those kinds of things where you don't really feel sick, but you don't really feel 100%. So um, I was I was researching it and evidently we've entered into a time of, of shift in the in the cosmos um, between the 20th of April, that's going to go all the way through October. Hmm. 
And how does that affect us? Well, we know that we're all quantumly entangled, but we are also quantumly entangled with all of the energy fields of all of the star systems and planets and, you know, universes that God created. And, and everything has a frequency and everything has a resonant frequency. So what happens is when there's a shift then we have the opportunity to operate in the negative frequencies or the positive frequencies. So our challenge is to uh, learn how to just live in the positive frequencies, yeah. in love, joy, peace, um, enlightenment, you know, the, the fullness of, of the Godhead, the Christ in me. Yes. And that is what we, yeah, that is where our freedom comes from. So what's happening is we are being bombarded with negative frequencies in this shift. And so things are going to happen, not just, you know, we may feel, uh, I was listening to an interview today and they were saying, yeah, you know, people go from zero to fight these days, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that is, that's caused by, the influence of the frequency we just had a super moon and don't you know that's that has affected people yes it's yes. affected people's dreams it's affected people's emotions and um so if if we are conscious of that then we can choose to operate we in in positive we can choose when i wake up in the morning i can choose life i can yes. choose to to walk in joy and in peace, or I can choose to be a miserable, you know what, as I walk through the day and make everybody else miserable. Yes. So, um, so I'm, I'm choosing with intention to walk in joy, peace and love, because I want the light, life and love of, of Christ to be released into the world. And if we will all make that conscious decision, no matter what's going on, then what happens is we because we're all quantumly entangled with each other, yes, we will raise the frequency of our planet. And in doing so, we will subvert any negative plan that has been infused into our society, like COVID, the mask, yeah. Yeah. the you know, the vaccine, those kinds of things. Um, so I think we just have to consciously uh, understand that there are, you know, if you wake up in the morning and, and, and you don't feel good, it's not you, it's the, it's the star influences. Yeah. It's the influences of even other people who are reacting to those negative vibrations in the world. And I know this sounds really new age, but I've come to understand that. <laughs> You know, uh, God created everything, right? And we've backed off from those things. And um, and so we need to not be afraid to uh, uncover them, to examine them, to ask Father, okay, what was the original intent in this? And, yes. and show me how I can shift into that original intent and, and uh, repossess the freedom and the life that, that you intended for me to walk in. That is so good. And it was it was uh, actually really encouraging to me for you to say that, because, uh, you know, with Gil gone, um, just the nature of things, I can usually get things more done and, and accomplished and and uh, have some really good focus time in certain things that I need to do. And uh, this time around with him gone, it's it's been, you know, I, I felt like I'm kind of in a funky mood, you know, and but, you know, when I look at things around me, it's like, you know, everything in my life is fantastic and great. So why, you know, I'm having some crazy dreams and, and those can be affecting too. But, you know, so I was just, I was kind of like, okay, father. I, and in fact, it was funny because uh, Mindy was, was honest that we needed to get a, a, a title for Sunday, you know, by Tuesday night at 5 p.m. And, you know, Monday and Tuesday, I'm just, you know, asking father what's going on. And, feeling in this funky place, like a, almost in a fog, not like, you know, I could hear God fine. It wasn't that I couldn't, but it still felt just like slogging through stuff, you know, 
And um, I just felt like and we're walking through through the fog. And uh, so it got to 10 minutes to five uh, on Tuesday night. And I was like, all right. So yeah, I texted her and I said, how about a title of dreams, walking through fog and the meaning of life? <laughs> and she goes, that's too long. So we shortened it to walking through the fog. But, you know, I really appreciate, Carol, what you've shared. And, and you know, we'll probably share that on Sunday as well, because sometimes we can't figure out what's going on. We think it's just us. But because we're quantumly entangled and, you know, just everything going on, sometimes we're just feeling those frequencies. And uh, so it's... Well, it gives you a better picture of how, you know, we talk about being the body, but we don't really get it. And, yeah. and when you start looking, when you take a step back and you start looking at, um, you know, how different people react or respond to different stimuli, um, then... Uh, you begin to understand how I can affect how someone else is going to uh, get through the day and they can affect how I do. So you get a better picture of how we are one. We're one in Christ. That's our common denominator. And if we're one in Christ, I think that's why in the Bible it says, you know, rejoice with those who, who are, you know, rejoice and Don't weep with those who, you know, are mourning mm-hmm. um, because we need, because we do get pulled into that. And I, I think that the, as I go through this journey of, of searching out, um, it gives me um, a better love for people I don't know, people yeah. that I've never met, mm-hmm. um, and, and to understand that I am connected, whether I want to be or not. Yes. You know, and not just connected with others who who believe the same way I do or who worship the same way I do, but actually even connected with those people that are, are, are standing even today against the principles that we know are represent the character of God. God yes. made them too, created them too, and created them for a purpose. And they're just walking in spiritual amnesia and if and our love to, to them, the yes. love of God flowing through us, the light is what is going to bring them freedom and wake them up from that sleep that they've been walking in. Absolutely. That is so good. Thank you. Thank you. you got some comments there, Karen? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I love it. Jennifer says, yeah, I love wearing my mask because I can pray in the spirit in public. No one has a clue, and at least that's how I'm choosing to see it. So she says yes. she's going to write prayer shawl on it. <laughs> that's good. I love it. <laughs> see, see, Michael had something. <laughs> I'm going to say Dan's very quiet because yeah. I, I know he's got something because I always hear him talk. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Good to see you, Dan. Uh, I, I just came in my house a few minutes ago from being out and about. Uh, it seems like you guys are relating to, though, somewhat the effects of COVID, the virus, and uh, I guess other kinds of effects on the believer, things that we're experiencing as so related. Okay. I guess I'm at least in the ballpark. Uh, <laughs> And, and I haven't had dinner, so I'm probably going to move in that direction. But um, now, I'm far, far, far from perfect, so I don't want at all to try to express it. I'm where I'm getting ready to talk about. But <laughs> food for thought. And I am moving in that direction mm-hmm. and doing better. But food for thought is that I think Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. To everything, there is a season. It talks about and a purpose for everything under the heaven. Mm-hmm. We are in the Son. We are in the kingdom of His dear Son. We are above the heaven. We claim that we are in heavenly places mm-hmm. in Christ. And uh, I believe that I'm in multiple places. Yep. 
And not to negate my humanity and yours, because in this life, Jesus said, you shall have tribulation, all of that. But I do believe that we can be at a place I've been hearing quite a bit on Kingdom Talks, uh, particularly from, I forget her first name, but uh, her last name is Wang. Catherine Wang, yes. Catherine Wang, where she's emphasized our union and living in that state of being in union. And it's my own personal experience with the Lord is that he's been knocking me on the head as such for years. Dan, come and abide. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, right? Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And uh, I met recently uh, the Apostle John, one of the cloud of witnesses. And so uh, he took me to the Gospel of John chapter 1, where when he first met Jesus, he said to the Lord, where dwellest thou? Notice, dwellest. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, go to church more often. <laughs> Pray harder. <laughs> Fast more. No, no, no. He said, come and see. Yes. Which reminds me of Matthews eleven twenty eight. Come unto the Bible. <laughs> I'm for reading the Bible. <laughs> Jesus said, come unto me. All you the labor and are heavy laden. And I'll give you some challenges and stress. And <laughs> now he did say, though, what? In St. John chapter 10, verse 10. I have come that you might have what? Church. Life. <laughs> Not more often, right? <laughs> I'm being, I'm being naughty tonight. <laughs> no, he said, I've come that you might have life and that more often. So I really believe, glory to God, that the more we stay in that place, yes, in the unlimited space, and that's the beauty of it, of his embrace. You know, he said, I go away to prepare a place for you, right? I'll I'll avoid being facetious. I go prepare a place for you. And why? So that where I am, and it's interesting that he said he was already there when he was on the earth, that where I am, there ye may be also. Yep. I heard uh, a guy recently who had a very interesting take on the word behold. And he was saying like, Holding, where you're staying involved in contact, you're you're holding and be yes there. So good. Before we behold, you know that that beautiful song that talks about when I look. How does that go? When I look into His wonderful face, the things <laughs> of life shall go strangely. So I really think all of our ups and downs in our flesh and uh, effects that we can experience from so many multitudes of uh, sources, I think the more that we learn to abide in that secret place, the more untouchable and joy unspeakable and full of glory (laughs) and all that good stuff. So food for thought. Bless you all. Thanks, Dan. And that's a a real good segue because I want to spend the last few minutes of actually doing that and, you know, taking some time, seeing what Father is doing and even would encourage us, you know, part of this whole conversation. um, It's not just about all of these things, but how do we not get sucked into polarization? How do we live in the tree of life? How do we be the salt and light that God has called us to be and really honor Uh, the choices that people are making around us if they're different from our choices. And so, you know, this will be fun to just kind of see, you know, what is Father saying uh, to us as a community? What what is Father saying to us even individually in how we walk out? You know, what does it look like to live on this earth in 2021 with Christ living within us and being kingdom here on the earth? So you guys good for that just for a few more minutes is just uh, take some time and see what Father is doing. Is that good? Carol has her hand up. Oh, Carol, go ahead. 
<laughs> that was earlier. I was oh. trying to I was trying to be in order. <laughs> okay. No order. <laughs> it's no. It's, it's no use. I mean, you know, losing Gavilar. What's so. that? You can put my hand down. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and just um, see the the problem. The funny thing with the hand is that um, if your hand color is the same as your background, we can't see it. <laughs> um, let's just go see what Father is doing for a few minutes as we. Um, just before we wrap this up. So, Father, I just thank you that you so delight in us. You delight in our earthly life and our engagement with you in the heavenly realm. And that we're just privileged as a community to come together and to share our hearts, our thoughts, um, and who we are with one another. And so we just present ourselves to you and, and we want to see things from your perspective that you have for us today. Just feel free to share whatever Father is showing you. I just feel like the Father is so delighted in each one of us and, and us as a community. And, and um, I'm seeing this potter and the potter's wheel. And, you know, we want to be that clay and be molded like what he's doing. And, you know, it's like certain times this is one way and then other times he's putting a little more pressure here and, and bringing a shift. But the result is this beautiful vessel that he has us in. Well, I'm seeing space and I'm seeing, um, it's like a star show and, um, it's like, I'm not like above the earth, the earth, but I'm out in the middle of who knows where. So I'm seeing, um, you know, meteors and I'm seeing, uh, planets with rings around them and it's not Saturn, it's some other place, but it's like, uh, it's almost like Father is saying, see all these wonderful things that I created just for you. Wow. That is so beautiful. And, and in the midst of that, I, I hear him saying also, um, get a bigger picture, get a bigger view. Mm. It's not just about us in our little, little corner, but mm. he's got the, the long view in mind. He's seen you know, so much more than we are seeing. Mm -hmm. Anyone else? I just see like him wanting to bring us into alignment with himself and with the tree of life and with anything that has been going on. And um, so if you don't just present yourself to him as we do this together in just, um, you know, being father, show me where I've gotten kind of caught up in my emotions or caught up in some of the other things or caught up in polarization. And, uh, just receive his alignment. Just take in a few deep breaths in and out. just one more time as you take a deep breath in and as you let it out just letting out that alignment into the earth of the tree of life of love honor and respect
Father, we just thank you for this amazing time together that we could be real, that we could share hearts, that we could be one together and to demonstrate your kingdom in each one of our lives. Thank you, Father. Amen. Wow. Well, thank you, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it was good and, and uh, is something that, you know, we just continue to move forward, being the salt and light that Father has called us to be, knowing who we are and spreading light and love everywhere we go. So yeah. just bless you and we'll look forward to seeing you next time. I'd like to um, say Bye. too, be Bye -bye. sure to watch us Monday evening. We're going to have Pray and Medic. Oh, that's right. Dave Thank Hayes you, in the house. It's going to be amazing. I wanted to make sure we got that out. And so we look forward to everyone coming and uh, spending that time with us Monday night. And we'll see you there. <laughs> now, can I ask you guys quickly where you can find Pray and Medic? I can't find him anymore. Is he? I can't find him on YouTube. He's on what? Telegram. Tele oh, Telegram. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Is he still on BitChute too? Uh, I think so. I haven't looked it up recently, but I think so. So. Thank you. All right. Well, we bless you and we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.